1: we got a house together, I just felt that, what what I'm gonna gain out of it. At the end of the day, what I'm gonna have. You know, it's always been portion, portion, portion. What is Ashley gonna have?
2: This is the plaintiff, Portia Crawford. She says the defendant is her ex, who she dated for 12 years, and now they've unfortunately split because the defendant refused to go to therapy, and she can't get the money she's owed for all the things she bought when they were together. She's here in the name of what's right, suing for the $1,869.33 she's entitled to. Is the defendant Ashley Burris? She says this lawsuit is crazy because she paid everything back to the plaintiff she was supposed to. Now she's changing the terms of things since they're no longer together. She feels it's time to let go of this petty back and forth and move on already. Oh, her? No, she doesn't think so. She's accused of giving up on the relationship. The defendant has filed a counter suit for $1,656 for all she's out. All parties, please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The litigants are not actors. They are involved in legitimate disputes, and they have agreed to have those disputes settled here in
3: our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Leone is not presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor.
4: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, Ms. Crawford, Ms. Burris, um, you folks worked together for how many years? 12 on and off. 12 on and off. That's a long time. Were you living together all that
5: time? No, when we first started dating, we weren't living together. How long before you moved in? I would say probably after five years.
4: Okay. Um, you are here today because you are suing for her half of things that you two spent since, like, 2018 to now, correct? Yes. All right, before we get into that, what I'd like to know is who broke up with who and why?
5: I mean, we had, we've had we been having problems for a while, and I just asked her, did she want to consider canceling? She blatantly said no, so at that point, I just told her, you know, I can't figure it out, you can't figure it out, so I guess it's best that we just call it quits. So that was that. Okay. Yeah, she moved out on November 1st of 2019.
4: Okay. All right, so let me ask you a question. The first item on your list is that, according to you, there was a bedroom set purchased, and the idea was that you guys were supposed to split the cost, correct? Yes. So you're suing her for half of the bill that you ended up paying for the furniture. But every month she was giving you money, right, Ms. Bur- Burris? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then it was supposed to continue to be a monthly payment, but then you decided that you were going to buy a house, correct, Ms. Crawford? Yes. Were you buying the house together, or you were solely buying the house, Ms. Crawford? The house is solely in my name
5: for various
4: reasons. Okay. I
5: don't know if we should go into that. So.
4: I don't know that we have to, but I'm going to guess that after 12 years, maybe Ms. Burris wasn't too keen on that. Uh, kind yep. of felt like maybe it wasn't correct. you know, it's kind of dicey. It's a dicey area because 12 years, you're making a life together.
1: Yes. Correct. Correct. Why it's not um, true. I just felt that I felt that, um, for years, Portia been, you know, like hindering me. So, and she always say she helped me and she, I, I got Portia credit up for years. Everything I had, I always paid it. In her name, I've been Lori to Portia name for 12 years. So I felt that we got a house together. I just felt that what what I'm going to gain out of it. At the end of the day, what I'm going to have. You know, it's always been Portia, Portia, Portia. What is Ashley going to have? So I just felt like I had to start thinking about Ashley. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, okay. She didn't understand. All right, right. so this. Your Honor.
5: Yeah, please. Because that's not the truth in its entirety. There were two instances in where we tried to put Ashley's name on the house. And when the lender asked Ashley, has she been working on her job for the past two years? And her answer was no. That was one reason why her name couldn't go on there. Another reason was because we weren't married. And another reason is her credit. So that's why her name isn't on the house, in all honesty.
4: Okay. Well, two people can own a house and not be married. Let's just, I just want to tell you, you, two people can be on a house. right. But what about the other two things? Yeah. If if the credit's bad, the credit's bad. Excuse me. But let me just say that has to do, just a second, that has to do with the loan. That doesn't necessarily have to do with how the the house is titled. But again, that's, you know, I understand your feelings, but I got to tell you I also understand hers. Either way, um, you know, I'm not your therapist, so I know I asked the question. I got <laughs> it. But uh, what I would like to get to is the furniture set. Who has the furniture? I have the furniture. Oh. Oh, you do. Yes. All right. And Portia so why do you me to feel to that you take the furniture? Yeah. Okay, but no. why do you feel that you don't have to pay for
1: that remaining half? She t- I, I sent you a text message to you. Portia stated to give her $250, and we were only owed $500, which I gave Portia $500 out of my deposit. Do you, do you so have proof of giving her the $500? No, I don't have no proof. Okay, I got it.
4: Let's move on to the next item, which is that at some point, you wanted to buy beets for your daughter, and Portia said, well, since it's a gift from us, let's go half and half. You agree that you owe her the remaining $50 for that, right, Ms. Burris?
1: Yes, correct.
4: Okay. Then the next thing is Christmas. You decided you wanted to buy your daughter an Apple Watch. And again, um, your ex says, well, it's a gift from us. Let's each pay half. She says you have an additional 103 to pay on that. You agree with that as well, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. And then the next thing is that at the same time you decided to buy a speaker... And uh, according to her, there's an additional $70.37 left on that. You do agree with that as well, right?
1: Yes, yes, which was mine, yes. Okay.
4: Okay, so the next thing we get to um, is in June of 2019, according to you, you, um, uh, you buy her a salon chair because you are a hairdresser? Yes. yes. Okay, so tell me about that, Ms. Crawford.
5: Ms. Burst, uh purchased a suite in which she does hair. And she had to pay a pretty amount to do it as far as getting everything together. And then I came up with the idea of my friend girl cutting hair in there with her, which will allow her to not pay as much in the rent. So I said, I'll buy it for you so that that person is comfortable so that she can get in here and work as soon as possible. That way you'll have help towards your rent every month as soon as possible. The agreement was as soon as the person get in, when she pays her that week for the rent, she would give me back the money that I spent for the desk and the chair. I haven't gotten the money back.
1: According to you, that was a Mother's Day gift, right, Ms. Burris? Yep, and and I sent you a text. I mean, I sent you the text message that she said, whenever I get straight, then she told me to keep it for a Mother's Day gift.
4: I'd like to see the text. Can you put it up to the camera? Okay. The one you just
1: mentioned. Okay, if you can see on the messages, right, can you read that? Come closer. Don't move.
5: Okay,
1: it doesn't say. Okay.
4: So what it says is, I will help until you get right. That kind of implies Mm -hmm. you're supposed to pay it back. Yes. Doesn't it?
1: Yes, (laughs) which she told me. Yes, which she told me for Mother's Day, don't pay it back. So what proof do you have it was a Mother's Day gift? I don't have the proof that it was Mother's Day. All right. So
4: now we have uh, the next issue that comes up is in July of 2019. And that's the, it must be another holiday for your daughter. What is it? It's her birthday again. (laughs) So you decide you want to buy her an iPhone XR. And she says, let's split it. It's a gift from us. And according to her, you still owe $296.87, which you admit, correct?
1: Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay.
4: All right, now, here's where things get hairy. Um, you move out in November, correct?
1: Yes, November 1st.
4: All right, and since 2009, many, many moons ago, mm-hmm. you have had a telephone yep. on uh, <laughs> Ms. Crawford's mother's group plan. And you, yes. it, there's never been a problem. But according to you, she doesn't pay November.
5: She did not pay November. And I provided you with the evidence.
4: (laughs) Okay. You provided me with evidence of text messages to her, but she provided me with receipts that she paid. No. Because she would go in person and pay cash. All right. Let's see the receipt. Actually, I have it here. Are you talking about the bill that comes in December for the for the usage in November? Yes. You cancel this phone when, Miss
1: Crawford? Ah, uh, let me look through. December 14th, she closed... Shut my phone off. Okay, but hold on
4: a I, second. Um, if she closed it December 14th, yes. did you pay the, the bill that came in December, which
1: represents November usage? No, that's why I as you guys three statements, because I pay... That's my last bill I pay. So I pay around the 14th, 15th, and 16th every time. Team and you was, yourself you had be- said
4: that she was always uh-huh. paying late. You said that. Um, so I did, why did you cancel it on the 14th? Yeah,
5: I, I could, because I sent a text message to Adiana on December 9th saying, do your mom plan on paying the phone bill? Nobody answered the text message. Nobody texts back on December 14th. I said, tell your mom to call T-Mobile to take ownerships of your phone lines. If she doesn't do it by tomorrow, I'm cutting the phones off. They sent back a laughing emoji. And then I text back, just immature, but it's all good. I'll just do it now. They text back, and I'll be reconnecting them in an hour. Who cares? So it was all a joke Who's to they? them Who's, on their When end. you
6: say they, yes. who, who
4: texted back, Portia? and I'll Who's be they? reconnecting? Who's
5: they? She had her partner texting me because I know how he texts. So that's who was texting me back. She and I also know okay, how know Ashley, Ashley texts text as well. What phone did
4: it? What phone did it come from? She Ashley's she phone.
5: It's come from Adiana's nope. phone. My daughter's phone.
1: Your daughter's phone.
4: Now, um, yes. yes. If you were, around, how old is Adiana?
1: Adiana is seventeen now. Lord, um, back so in you've had her since. She's 17 since she she was four. four She's been in my daughter's life.
5: Took care of her like my own, and and it's just crazy how this is all going right now.
4: Can I just ask you a question? What's the relationship between you and Adiana? Are you guys okay or no?
1: she She don't talk to my daughter at all anymore. She have no connect with my daughter anymore.
5: She specifically told her daughter on two occasions, when we leave this place, do not deal with that such and such. She told that to Adriana. Yes, it hurts. When they moved out, I told Adriana to give me both of my keys. Ashley got mad. I don't understand why she feels the need that they should have a key to my house if they were moving out. She told Adriana again. You see, she don't care about us. That does not mean that I don't care. It just means that we're going our own ways. And Adriana does not have to have a key to my house to come in and out if her and her, me and her mom are separated. When she changed her phone number, There's no more contact. Besides, I sent you also a text message when I asked Adiana, how are you doing? Adiana never responded to that text message. I don't know why. I don't know if she didn't get it, but I have nothing against Adiana at all. But she was specifically told by her mom to stop dealing with
0: me. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project,
1: Portia was acting funny throughout the whole two months. She wasn't taking my daughter to get nothing to eat. My daughter was home, left all day. Portia wasn't worried about me or her. Um, The day of November the 1st, when I had the movers there moving the stuff out the house, she came there, called the police on me. I told Portia, I can't fit the dog and Adiana in the car. So can I come back for them? She specifically said no one can't stay in her house, meaning she was putting my daughter out. And I didn't have no room to get her in the car and get her to the new home. So after that, I told my daughter, we're not going to even deal with Portia. How would you feel if you was thrown out? How would you feel, Portia? Truth,
5: you had Josh come and Adiana it's... got in the car with Joshua. So you did have room. And if you after, were ready to go, what was the said, reason for is you Adiana, having to keep
4: Can I ask coming you guys after? a question? Is Adiana here? Is Adiana here? Yes, have your... put her on yeah, the she's camera.
1: here. <laughs> Can I yeah, tell her After you? you put my daughter out, Deanna, she want to talk, so you got to put my headphones. Yeah, after she threw me out. Let her tell you. Hello.
4: Hi. <laughs> Can Hi. you hear me? Mm-hmm. How old are how old are you, Adriana? 17. So you, um, Ms. Crawford, has been around your life for a very, very long time, right? Mhm. Yeah. Um. Do you feel like she threw you out of the house?
6: Well, me personally, I was going to live with Portia because I know it was closer to my school. And then where we stay is kind of far from my school. Then I decided that I was going to live with my mom because I wasn't going to just feel comfortable there by myself. And then the sure. day off, it just hurted my feelings because when she was like, "Give her a key. Nobody's um staying here." It hurted my feelings because I didn't feel like it was right to throw me out. And my mama never told me I can't talk to her. I just felt like I shouldn't talk to her. She should give me an apology at least before I talked to her. Because, because you feel wrong. that taking the life, key well, away. For, well, she at least could have let me stay there until my mom came and got me in the dog. She didn't have to say nobody's staying here. And then she's leaving. So I just felt some type of way. I didn't care about her taking the key because at the end of the day, that's still her house. Did you miss her? Yes.
4: You guys listen to me. We're going to finish up with the phone and the furniture and the blah, 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 blah. But you too, because you're almost an adult, and you guys, if especially since, and I'm so happy to hear that your mother's not telling you, don't you dare talk to her, your mother's not that kind of person, you too need to make that right, because that 12 years is a long time, especially those 12 years. And trust me, it is always better to have more people who love you than fewer people who love you. So you two fix that on your own time. Thank you, put your mom back on. Okay. Okay. So you're suing for the December bill and how much is that December bill which represents November usage? December
5: is one twenty five, twenty four. Okay.
4: So that's the bill that comes in December. And then what's the next bill after that? Is there another bill or no? Yeah, there's a
1: January. No, because she cut the phones and off. And that
4: one's... Ha- I know, she cancels it, but you have to understand that when the bill comes, it's at the tail end of the billing period. In other words, there's a whole month of usage, okay. then the bill comes a week later. All right, so what's the January okay. bill? How much is that one?
5: That one is
4: one hundred six forty-three. Okay, now the math works out. All right. Yes. So we have the furniture that's contested, and virtually nothing else there that's contested, now that we've clarified the phone bill stuff. You have a counterclaim against her, though. And according to you, she yes. owes you a bunch of money for blinds, because according to you, yes. she's
1: supposed to pay half of the blinds. Yes, it was $500, which I had so to pay why because aren't Portia you just she had suing.
4: too much. Right, but why aren't you just suing for $2. Be- $250, which is half of it? Right.
1: That's because the w- it was I never agreement that I had to help pay for the blinds. All right. Hold on a second, folks.
4: You know, judges hate these cases because I would love to just All say right. to you, get out of here. You guys had 12 years together. I'm not going to sit here and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I have a unique situation with you guys where you're admitting to, yeah, I'm supposed to pay that. Yeah, I'm supposed to pay that. So if people have an agreement that they're going to get paid back, I have to sit here and go through your pots and pans. Having done that, there are many things that you guys agree on. All the gifts to your daughter, you guys agree on that each of you are supposed to pay half. Um, the phone bill, you, you were kind of off on which bill it was that you'd paid, but now we've straightened that out and you know it's the usage of November happens in December. Um, the speaker, the Apple Watch, the Beats, the, all that stuff is in agreement. There's just a few things that are in disagreement, okay? The furniture that you have um there's a remaining amount that you say you paid but you can't prove you paid and actually what you said in your answer to the complaint wasn't that you paid it that you you said i gave her five hundred dollars she denies you ever gave her the five hundred dollars you say you gave it to her just when you were leaving it sounds like it was kind of angry when you were leaving do you have any proof that you gave her five hundred dollars towards the furniture
1: ms no, because I always give Portia okay. cash. Everything I do is right. always cash. All right. Now, mm-hmm. um, that's, and then she
4: says that you're supposed to pay her for the salon seat. You said it was a Mother's Day gift. The only evidence I have is that, are the texts that you showed me where she was saying, I'll, "I'll, I'll pay it until you get straight. That doesn't sound like a gift. So I don't see any evidence that it's a gift and I'm going to order you to pay that as well. That all comes up to 1629 But you have a counterclaim against her because, according to you, she's supposed to pay, well, you say 650 She's supposed to pay all the blinds. Mm-hmm. I find yes, that what blind, is infinitely yes. more consistent with the evidence that has been put forth in front of me, just like you said, that you guys always went halves, there's a remaining $500 on it. I'm going to order her to pay 250 which I think she agrees to. Yes, ma'am. So I am going to order you to pay that. So I'm deducting those two amounts. And that leaves me with a sum total judgment, net judgment, in your favor, Ms. Crawford, in the amount of $1,317.76. That's my verdict. Listen, stuff happens. I'm very sorry that, you know, you guys ended up building a life together for so long, especially with a child involved. But, you know... I I know that there's a lot of love for that child on both of your, obviously on your part, but also on her part, because she was in her life. Please, it's always better to have more people love your child than fewer people. And if there's anything you can do, or if you could just stay out of it and let them try to repair whatever's wrong, you know, you've heard her say it from her own mouth, what she feels is wrong. So fix that. Okay. Okay. All right, but in terms of the money, $1,317.76, verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks. Thank you. Thank you.
7: Well, after what appeared to be a really complex case with a lot of who owes what to who, uh, the plaintiff is going to prevail. She gets just over $1,300. Let's see what Ms. Burris, the defendant, feels about this. Ms. Burris, tell me what you're thinking right now.
1: No, I'm not thinking anything. You know, it is what it is.
7: Well, listen, you've been friends for a long time. Is this friendship over now, kaput, do you think? What do you it's, think?
1: It's over. The, the The way Portia did after the breakup, it just... I I never would have thought we would be this way. I don't want it to be this way, but I'm okay. I'm okay now. I'm, I don't even want, you know... She still come get a haircut from my salon, you know, and I I don't say anything about it. I'm not that type of person, you know
7: all right well that's good life will move on for you miss crawford how do you feel about it are you okay with the way things turned out are you still willing to be friends with her or is it over as far as you're concerned
5: no she and i don't need to be friends like i can repair my relationship with Adriana, but we don't need to be friends there's no reason for us to be friends
7: all right well you sued her for a little over eighteen hundred dollars you're going to get just over thirteen hundred dollars back so congratulations and that'll wrap it thank up you. for the case thank you very much. Okay. Let's find out how the judge feels about it now with her husband, Judge John, and another session of After the Verdict.
3: MARILYN, these are the kind of cases, as a judge, that keep you awake at night, where you just lay in bed going, oh, my God, did I get this right or what? You have got tight accounting from both sides, a 12-year relationship. You're trying to sort it out after the fact, where they were both paying half, virtually impossible.
4: It is. It is. And, you know, a lot of times uh, the defense is, ah, we all split everything. How are we going to divide it? You know, that's silly. But this is a household where each side was agreeing that that's how it went down. So, you know, I'd, I'd like to just say, go on your way, but you right. can't.
3: Not easy things to decide. No. One thing I did take away from this case, if I am lead a good and upright life, maybe I can come back in my next life as one of Ms. Burris' daughters. <laughs>
4: She, has she
3: one <laughs> her one daughter, she gives. She's
4: pretty, like a nice kid. She does get good kids. I don't want, gifts. I'm hoping that my daughters weren't listening. Right. They're within earshot, but I'm hoping that, that they weren't listening because they don't, you don't get those kinds. I don't iPhone. want I don't want to have to upgrade their <laughs> iPhones. <laughs> 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 I don't want them getting any ideas.
8: <laughs> Absolutely. Erica from St. Louis wants to know, can you complain about services rendered six months later? Is there a time limit to dispute a contract? Yeah, there's a time limit that's governed by the statute of limitations. Usually, it depends on the state, but lots of states. Two years for an oral contract, four for a written contract. However, uh, if you really didn't get the service you were bargaining for, you should complain promptly. The longer you wait, the weaker your case. That will do it for this case. Litigants are inside the courtroom for the next case. This is the plaintiff LaShonda Chandler Candler Griffin. She says she hired the defendant to
2: cater her daughter's first prom, paid him, and then COVID hit, and the prom was canceled. She's been trying to get her money back from this unscrupulous defendant since last spring. He's refusing, and she has no other place to turn other than court to get the $1,575 return, so she's suing. This is the defendant, Marvin Chavez. He says he and his wife run a five-star party planning business. And when the pandemic hit, they were shut down just like everyone else. He went out and purchased a lot of custom things for the plaintiff's daughter's prom and is happy to have the party at another time, but the plaintiff is refusing. He's a good person. He isn't taking advantage of anyone and is happy to do a party for the plaintiff in the future. He's accused of being a party pooper.
8: All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff hired the defendant to cater her daughter's prom night party, but because of COVID, the party was canceled, and now the defendant will not return the loot. But the defendant says COVID wasn't his fault, and he's willing to do a party for the plaintiff at another time. It's the case of hooping out on a party.
4: Thank you, Douglas. Welcome in. Okay, Ms. Candler Griffin, what brings you to court today? Well, I'm here
9: today because um, back in last year, I met Marvin Chavez. Um, I was doing some shopping in a local swap meet, and I met him. And at the time, my daughter was getting ready to graduate the following year. I'm a single mom, so I wanted to start early.
4: I Start early. So your daughter was going to graduate from high school in 2020, and you wanted to start in 2019. You were planning a, a party for her prom. You're such a good mom. Is this your only child
9: or no? It was gonna be epic. No, she's not even epic. my only child, she's the second child.
4: Okay, wow, if that's what you do for the neglected middle child, I can't even imagine what you do for the babies or the, or the older ones. Oh, All just, right. just wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so talk to me, what happened? Your daughter was going to be having her prom in April of 2020, April 11th of 2020, which is the exact same day my daughter was supposed to have her prom, who was also graduating from high school. And what happened? Well, uh, it was canceled due to the COVID. OK. Now, what party did you have planned for your daughter? I want to hear all about the
9: champagne party. Well, I wasn't going to have champagne there. My daughter, um, unfortunately, is ADHD inattentive. She's a special need child. So I wasn't going to have liquor there. It was just gonna be a host of family and friends. It was gonna be epic. I was gonna have the horse and carriage. Her dress cost me a thousand dollars and including this wow. party and she was Cinderella. Mr. Chavez knows he's met my daughter. She thinks she's a princess so she was gonna have the princess theme. Okay, and how many people were gonna be invited to that? It was the, the guest list, I can't remember off but I know it was over a hundred people.
4: Okay, well let me ask you, um, we all know what happens. First, the schools tried to move prom and cross their fingers, right? Mm-hmm. And so your school moved prom to when? May 29th. Hoping that things would be better by then. So he agrees to the new May 29th date, of course, because who's booking anything on May 29th right now? And then what happens? The school cancels the prom entirely. Exactly. So she feels that she's owed her money back, Mr. Chavez, because you weren't able to perform. And I understand that it's through no fault of your own. You didn't create COVID. But why isn't she right? If she buys something that you can't deliver through no fault of your own or through, and certainly no fault of hers, why does she have to eat that 1575 that she paid you?
10: Um... You know, I'm very. We. This is not the only event that we were gonna do. We had three other events that we postponed to a different date. At the same time, there's a lot of custom orders that we made from her. You know, a lot of custom uh, flowers that we were doing. Um, her backyard was. Oh,
4: let me ask you a question. Like a hold Witcher on, hold back, on. To be honest with you. What say you? You already did that. You're out of pocket. You hadn't done anything yet for her party, had you? No. Right.
10: No, we have not because we make it there. We we make it there.
4: Of course, of course. You make it there, you make it fresh, you make it then. So you hadn't bought flowers, you hadn't picked up flowers, you hadn't bought balloons, you hadn't blown up balloons, you hadn't done anything for the party yet. When you say I had a lot of custom stuff, you mean you were gonna have a lot of custom stuff. Now, one of the other things you said in your answer to the complaint. Yeah, did you purchase it?
10: Yes. Show me the proof. Okay. Well, i got to go through my receipts and show you all the artificial flowers that we have to, we have to prepare. Um,
4: okay, also, listen carefully um, to me, Mr. Chavez. The trial is now. Do you have proof that you spent money on her? You Don't just throw. show me proof of fla- artificial flowers. By the way, were you going to have artificial flowers or no, Ms. Uh, no,
9: Candler Griffin? No, I wasn't Griffin. having flowers there.
4: Okay, there no let's flowers. look at your actual invoice from him. Was supposed to be there. Yeah, there's a list of the things. And where on this contract, Mr. Chavez, is there something about artificial flowers?
10: You see the the third one down? It says balloon frame flow letter with flowers. All those we're, we're going to made with artificial yep. flowers that we have to Pre-order. Yeah, but don't you already, wait a
4: second. Don't you already have the artificial flowers and you have the props and then you just bring the props to different parties? You're gonna tell me you make new artificial props every single party? Come on.
10: You think I haven't thrown parties? For her, because not everybody's name starts with a K, we, uh, it was her own prop.
4: So prove to me that you made the prop. Prove to me you made the prop or show me some proof that you bought artificial flowers where I can see from the receipt that it was only for Ms. Candler Griffin. Show me that. You can't show me that, right?
10: No, I do not, re
4: Great, now let's go to the next thing. One of the other things you say to her is, I have no refunds. You also have no contract. I look at the invoice, and this, is there a separate contract besides this document that I have up? Is there a separate one? Or is this it? No, there isn't. Okay, where do you say there are no refunds? Just curious
10: which came into our store,
4: so it's not on this invoice, is it? No, it's over your left, your right ear now, but it's not on the invoice that the customer takes, right? Let's assume that you had big words that said no refund on it, right? Like you now have behind you in that thing. By the way, did he have that? Did you ever go in person to his facility, all Ms. The time. Candler Griffin? And did you ever yes, see a sign that said no refunds? Did he have the sign that said no refunds or exchanges there? No. Okay. All right. Either way, let's assume for the sake of argument that it's stamped all over this invoice. Don't worry about that. Now the day comes and you can't throw a party. It's illegal. You can't give her what she wanted. There's no party to be had. Because the governor of your state has made it illegal, like most governors did. So she can't have what she paid you for. Explain to me why she doesn't get it back. I realized that a lot of your other customers said, "Oh, I'll have a party there." How many of those other parties were prom parties, graduation, as opposed to graduation parties, prom parties?
10: We had three, uh, three other three other graduation parties that were postponed.
4: And has anyone had a graduation? Has anyone had a graduation party of those that postponed it? Has has anyone had it?
10: Not yet. They have postponed it. They have understood that us, as a small business, we still pay rent. They have closed our doors. We Absolutely. still pay rent. And, act- and and you know, there's no help you give it to us other than when we get a deposit or something like that. Is you know, stuff like that. I, I'm not trying to say that I want to keep money that's not mine. The only thing that I told her is that I can postpone her event for any other day. We are a small business. I know. We don't get help.
4: So, I understand that. But, but here's here's a problem. When you say you're a small business I, were you able, where you a, you couldn't apply for federal aid for the business aid. Not at all. Because of the size of your business.
10: Because of the size of the business. We didn't qualify. Yeah. Um,
4: I got it. You know, and, and I'm sorry. Like and I know that I, I got exa- I, I get it. I know exactly what you're saying. Everyone is hurting. I get it. OK. And it would be great if she was in a position to say, I'll use that money on another epic party I'm going to throw at some other point in time in the world. But she doesn't want to. So now I'm left with, with this. I'm left with deciding, is this, a con- this is a contracts case. I can't say she's more hard up than you are or you're more hard up than she is. I can't do that. I got to look at this and say, there's a contract in place and I need to figure out whether or not you breached the contract or she breached the contract. And it is an involuntary breach, but it's on your part because COVID happened, because you can't provide what you sold her. I know it's not your fault, and I know that everyone's struggling, but that doesn't mean that you get to make force her into another contract she doesn't agree to. It's wonderful when people say, you know what, keep the deposit and I'll do another party. Everybody's trying to solve the problem and that's great. But if she doesn't agree, you can't force that contract down her throat. She doesn't want to do another party. This was supposed to be a prom party. She has no other party in her head right now. And she's certainly not going to do another prom party if there's another prom. But really it's up to her to decide if she wants her money back or if she wants to let it roll for another party. You can't force her to. She does not want another party. She wants her money back because you can't give her what you sold her, and you have to give her her money back. And I am ruling in your favor in the amount of the 1,575. Tell your daughter that I feel her pain. I have that pain in my house with my high school student. I have that pain in my house with my college student. My college student isn't listening, but... It's worse with the high school student, right? Because you can never get prom again. Way worse. It has nothing. And by the way, I hope you don't think for a moment that that has anything to do with my ruling. My ruling is a pure contracts case. I just think it's so sad for everybody involved. But as much as the financial hurts you, you have no idea how the emotional hurts those kids who are never going to see their senior year ever again. Exactly. It's over. Right. And, and it's a shame. I just got a text from my prom date about this very fact with our kids of 2020. Good luck, wow. folks. I wish you both luck. I hope business is paid. Have you guys opened up again? Are you, are you doing business again, Mr. Chavez?
10: Uh, we are uh, like uh, curbside pickup.
4: Curbside pickup. All right, what's the name of the business?
10: P&M Party Rentals.
4: In Lancaster, California. All right, all right. Verdict for the plaintiff in the amount of 1,575.
7: Thank you. So it worked out well for the plaintiff, but not so well for the defendant. Mr. Chavez, what do you think of the judge's verdict? It is what it is. I know you're not happy, but uh obviously she says you can't keep the money, you gotta give it back. So that's the way it is. Okay. All right, Mr. Chavez. Well, listen, I'm sorry that's the way it worked out for you, but that's the judge's decision. All right, Ms. Candler Griffin. You seem to be uh, satisfied okay, and you worked it out. You happy with that?
9: Yes, I am, so I'm glad I did file the 1575, at least that.
7: Okay, so that'll wrap it up. There will be no prom party, so that's unfortunate for everybody involved, and we feel for you, so thanks very much. So with that, let's join the judges now for another session of After the Verdict.
3: Everyone is being hurt by the current COVID-19 virus crisis, and certainly, these small businesses, you feel for them uh, in a situation like this, just as you feel for the consumer. Because everywhere, the pain's being shared all the way across from the bottom to the middle levels, etc. in commerce. And you know nobody wants to be the one without a chair when the music stops playing and <laughs> no place to sit down. Right. So everybody's trying to fade the heat and fade the pain in so any way So they're not that the they one can. who loses the, the money. Exactly. Now, in this particular case, though, I got the impression that you really tried to drill down on the issue of, did this business prepare something completely unique for this event that they had already expended a lot of money and time and trouble and created this unique product for that was kind of sequestered and set aside for the event? And you found out that that just wasn't the case.
4: Well, I mean, he couldn't show it. Is that right. what's it gonna you know, he 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 said, Well, I have to go through my records. No, right. today's the day of trial. If right. you have something to show that you did something special for this one and you're out some money, right. I think you should be recompensed from that for that. But he wasn't gonna be able to show that because truthfully in the mid in mid March everyone knew parties in April weren't don't, don't don't start building stuff because things were looking really bad.
3: And this one kinda cut close to home because well, you got two kids who Two graduates in twenty twenty, a college and a and a college.
4: high schooler, and it's sad. It's We're sad awesome. as parents. We had yeah. two graduations we no, missed out on. Rough,
3: it's been a rough four or five months. It was supposed so, to be you know, such a great May. Hopefully the fog lifts soon, and we yeah. find an answer to this, and better days ahead.
8: Yep. Brandon from Sacramento has a very interesting question. Uh, knowing that I'm a dog lover, wants to know uh, once and for all: Are those long retractable leashes good or bad? Well, I will tell you this: That if the retractable leash is longer than six feet in most cities, if you allow the dog to go beyond the six foot limit, you are violating the leash law. Leash laws generally say that you have to have control of the animal when the animal is on a leash, and they usually set that limit of six feet. So if you retract it all the way, technically you're violating the leash law.